is in the know for Wednesday, July 14, the 195th day of 2021. There are 170 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook, watch on YouTube Live on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We'll take one day closer to uh, the big uh, Twin Lakes National Fiddlers Championship coming up this weekend. And we'll also make you a winner via the water cooler question, your chance to prove you're the smartest around the water cooler. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. You ever suffer from rap rage? Not R A P R A G E. W R A P R A G E. Um, possibly. Last night at home, I I thwarted off and um, what could have turned into rap rage. Okay. You were attempting to open a box from yeah. Amazon, mm-hmm. and I could tell you were quickly going to get frustrated with opening the box. And mm-hmm. I said, "Here, let's save those fingernails." Thank Let you. me open the box, and we <laughs> opened it up. Yeah. Rap rage is when you can't, you know, those things they wrap in plastic, and you can't get into <laughs> them, like tape measurers and things that you, you yeah. just get. You, I probably do. You have to have that. scissors to get yeah. into the right. It just doesn't make yeah. sense. So rap rage is very similar, <laughs> I guess, to road rage or some of the others. We say good morning over there in chair number two to uh, Grayson County Extension Office's ag agent. Miss Whitney Carmen. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Well, <laughs> I'm better than I was this time I know, last week. That's what I hear. Uh, I'm still not 100, percent but I am. I feel much better than I sound. Mm-hmm. If that helps. Yes. That's good for me. That's not necessarily good for you all. Yeah. Because you still have to deal with how. I sound, but uh, considering last Wednesday we couldn't go at all, mm-hmm. this is a remarkable improvement um, to today. You look pretty um, traveled. You've been to the World Series of Baseball yeah. in Owensboro to over the, the weekend. Of Owensboro, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you get anything good to eat in Owensboro while you were there? A hot dog. <laughs> okay, that's good. Hot dogs are good. Ballpark hot dog. Hot dogs. Are, I mean, it's, it's hard to hard to beat a good hot dog. Yeah, it is good. Uh, have you noticed that? Um, Prices of things climbing a little bit? I do, yes. In fact, I actually had that conversation with my husband over the weekend. I said, uh, just so you know, I went to the grocery, and it's a little bit higher than it was the last time I went. And he said, oh. And I said, yeah. I said, prices are going up. Yes, they are. Prices for U.S. consumers jumped in June by the most in 13 years, extending a run of higher inflation and fueling concerns that the rapidly rebounding economy is making goods and services extremely expensive i even saw where used cars mm-hmm. are 40 are selling for 45 percent higher than they were a year ago yeah and it's like over msrp too i think they were saying that's exactly right <laughs> average used car prices soared 10 and a half percent in just one month and hotel room prices are up mm-hmm. um, one of the things we're getting a little bit artificially shocked at is that this time last year especially gas prices, yeah. 
had just plummeted. You know, I've got a receipt where I, thanks to rewards, ended up paying seven cents a gallon for gasoline. Oh my goodness. And, you know, that'll, that'll never happen again. No. It was a significant reward that I was able to get. But this time, during portions of last year, gas prices were very cheap. Mm-hmm. And there were other things that they were just giving away. Right. Because they were theoretically rotting. Mm-hmm. and But what we really need to do is we need to look at it two years ago. And they were still lower. Gas prices were mm-hmm. certainly lower two years ago because we were we had pipelines and we were using our own oil independence, mm-hmm. et cetera. And so it just uh, – it's going to be some sticker shock. Yeah. But the higher wages that people are being forced to pay mm-hmm. to lure people out of their living rooms mm-hmm. are just being passed along to us at the cash register. So I'm not sure what the correction is, but it's um, – it's troubling. Mm-hmm. Food, food that people cook for you is expensive. Food that you go to the store and get for yourself is expensive. Yeah, but I will say in defense of the farmers, there's not a whole lot of extra that they're getting at this point. No, so. that's that's the weird yeah. part about it. It's not yeah. trickling down to the people who are producing it. Yeah, that is a million-dollar question. <laughs> well, and also when you close the border. Mm-hmm. That makes it very hard for people in our, the agricultural uh, yes, sector our, to find people to actually do yes, the work. Our migrant workers, uh, the ones that are doing it through the H-2A program, have, have definitely had more trouble this year getting them. However, they're still able and they're still there, but the process was a lot harder to get them this time. I saw a, pro- I saw a study out in, uh, I don't know if it was Peppers or it was some produce farmer out west mm-hmm. who had a crop that he couldn't find people to pick. Mm-hmm. And so he just told he just started running advertisements to the community that says if you'll come pick it you can have it mm-hmm. because otherwise it's just going to rot yes. in the field yes and it's really just remarkable how um, dire I guess some certain mm-hmm. uh, situations are uh, as we're finding our way through this uh, weather wise not as stormy today going to be warmer if you like temperatures hovering about ninety you'll love the weather pattern for the next couple of days. <laughs> Uh, We'll see less likelihood of rain and thunderstorms, but not out of the woods by any stretch. But the chances increase the closer we get into the weekend. And then we'll settle back into the mid-80s for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. Partly cloudy, 20% chance of rain today, a high of 88. You know, those isolated downpours are not out of the question. Mostly clear, 73 tonight. And partly cloudy and 91 as the high tomorrow. Then again, like 92 on Friday and It'll cool off just a little bit for Saturday and Sunday, but the price you pay for the cooling off is the increase in Mm -hmm. rain chances for the weekend. President Biden blasting the, his words, un-American voting limits. And if you're following along with some of these Texas Democrats uh, in the Texas State House, things have taken kind of a dynamic shift because the uh, Democrats in the Texas legislature loaded up on a plane and went to Washington to lobby Washington, their leadership in Washington, to do some things, basically an attempt to federalize the election process, which is going to fall f- flat on its face because the states aren't going to settle for that. But what they've done, they, it's an interesting situation, is that they, uh, Governor Abbott may charge them when they mm-hmm. get back to Texas for basically the equivalent of dereliction of duty. Mm -hmm. They left town in order to make a lack of a quorum, which is uh, is hamstringing Mm -hmm. the Texas legislature. But 
the uh, you know Texas law enforcement can't go to Washington well, and get them. That was my question. Is that that the reason? I, when I read the article first, I thought, did they go to D.C. number one to lobby, but also because the Rangers can't get them there because <laughs> it's its own statehood, I guess. I, I got a really good idea. Yeah, just sick Chuck Norris on them. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you want Walker Texas Ranger to get on them, then that will be problem will be problem solved. Yeah. I am a little bit puzzled. Uh, you know, Kentucky's modified its voting restrictions, mm-hmm. but. You know how Kentucky's going to vote. They're going to be right. pretty. There's no doubt how Kentucky's going to vote on issues because they're going to vote uh, by and large, even nationally, going to vote in a conservative vein. Mm-hmm. But in some of for for President Biden to be critical of the restrictions that legislatures are are making, you know, they're they're trying to make it a racial thing. Mm-hmm. Well, the restrictions that they're making are equal to everyone, whether it's you need to have an ID. Well, some people, well, it's harder. It's harder for African-Americans to get an ID. It, it shouldn't be. Fix fix that problem. You know, it's, right. I, I'm for every vote counting. And I don't think you should also be able to pander to people who are waiting in line and say, hey, if you'll vote for my guy, I got a sleeve of cookies and a bottled water for you. But, I mean, that, right. that shouldn't. That shouldn't work. So I just I don't see a race issue in securing our elections and making sure that every legal vote mm-hmm. counts. Right. And I think the issue I was reading in Kentucky is, is specifically was that they were saying during the 2020 election that there was only one area for like I think it was in Louisville that they could go to the fairgrounds. Right. And right. so, you know, but that is but when they got there, that's like a central location in the state or in the in that city. So and they could. You know, there's easy way, easy access. To and it. this was for an isolated incident exactly. called a pandemic. Right. These were not permanent. Right. These are attempts to secure the election process and eliminate this mobile voting where mm-hmm. you drive these mobile trucks around. Well, who knows where they're at overnight? Right. Who knows who's voting in them when people aren't looking, et cetera. But the interesting part about President Biden and his attacking attempts to secure our elections and make sure that only legal votes count is that. Delaware has some of the strictest voting restrictions, mm-hmm. but is that racist? Mm-hmm. Is is uh, like why not call those out right. and say, "Hey, you're uh, you're trying to make it harder for people to vote when Delaware's got one of the toughest set of standards." Period. Well, and my argument to that would be in 2020, just looking back, I think we had really, really good turnout in Kentucky. We had did we not? super high yeah. turnout. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's absolutely. not really a it's <laughs> not really an argument if you ask me. No, I mean, it, it just, and I, I have no doubt, I think we need to modernize the way that we vote, sure. but we need to, we need to protect the sanctity of our elections and we need to make sure that living legal people are voting. Mm-hmm. And we've just kind of been a, turning a blind eye to the voter rolls and who's on them and who's not. And, you know, some of these restrictions are, it's much harder to vote if you show up at the wrong polling place. Mm-hmm. It should be harder mm-hmm. to vote if you show up at the wrong polling place. I just mm-hmm. don't get, I don't get the, the outcry over the, the whole thing. If, if we get to counting legal votes, isn't that the goal? Mm-hmm. And only legal votes? It seems to me that it, sh- well, that it should be. Uh, COVID across the nation rising again. I guess we shouldn't be surprised. But after months of decline, a number of new cases per day doubled over the last three weeks nationally with lagging vaccination rates um, and 4th of July gatherings. I was going to say, 4th of July is in there, too. Helping to spike those things. And we're returning to concerts and we're returning to ball games and we're returning Mm -hmm. to those types of things. Um, Infections climbed to an average of about 23,600 a day yesterday. Well, it was on Monday. To give you an idea, it was 11,300. 
on June 23rd. In Kentucky, Grayson County, uh, becoming a little more problematic. Uh, it's kind of migrating day to day. We're kind of teeter-tottering mm-hmm. on some of those lines, but we're uh, we're seeing increasing rates locally as well. I, um, You know, the, the people that aren't vaccinated obviously is where the largest number of COVID-19 mm-hmm. infections are coming from. Mm-hmm. People that are getting sick are um, right. almost entirely coming from non-vaccinated people. But the question is, so numbers are up, but does that mean people are getting sick? Mm-hmm. You know, testing positive and being sick are two, are two different things. Sure. So to give you an idea, uh, there are currently 244 people in Kentucky hospitalized. Okay, that's a lot less than it used to, than it was. Absolutely. This time last year. Uh, so while we're seeing we're seeing uh, local numbers, national numbers, state numbers increase after having eight weeks of decline, 244 people hospitalized in Kentucky, 63 patients in ICU. So that's about one for every two counties in Kentucky. And 26 are on ventilators. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the the people that are testing positive are largely younger because the unvaccinated percentages go way higher. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the only thing I'll tell you is I've, I've been very consistent from the beginning. I, I got vaccinated. I thought it was the best decision for me mm-hmm. and my life and the things that I want to do. And uh, all I all I will say that I know for sure is that COVID-19 levels positivity remain high in areas where vaccination rates remain low. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a scientific fact. Yes. You do with that what you want. I'm just telling you COVID-19 rates are high where vaccination rates are low. Mm-hmm. That is, it's a, it's a, that's a scientific certainty. Mm-hmm. Now, what you do with that information is completely up to you. The Litchfield Fire Department responded to a locomotive fire off of Elizabethtown Road. You don't read that headline every day. No. And I would imagine if you're a Litchfield firefighter, <laughs> you don't battle a locomotive blaze no. every every day. No. This morning, about 120 firefighters were dispatched to the 2400 block of Elizabethtown Road, where P&L officials reported one of the eastbound trains for locomotives was on fire. This train is on fire. <laughs> Firefighters made contact with the train at 2471 Elizabethtown Road, discovered the fire had been extinguished by a train crew member. LFD personnel used thermal imaging equipment to check for hot spots in the room where the fire occurred, clearing the train to restart its journey. Chief Tim Duval said the fire apparently began when a valve malfunction, causing an oil leak and then small fire. He added that the train had recently undergone maintenance, which so, you know, makes some sense in that regard. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they do a lot of accidents and they do a lot of sure. structure fires. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good. You know, like mm-hmm. something else comes along and goes, hey, yeah. this is outside of the outside of the normal thing. Keeps their skills yeah. sharp. Uh, sad news to report. A woman has been killed in Hardensburg after pulling out of a parking lot and into the path of a semi-truck. State police said troopers responded to the accident on Monday mm-hmm. at the intersection of Old Highway 60 and Highway 60. A preliminary investigation revealed 48-year-old Daniela Zuli of Tell City was driving a 2021 Ford when she entered the highway from uh, TSC, traveling into the path of a southbound semi being driven by a man from Florida. 
She was airlifted to UofL Hospital, where she later succumbed to her injuries. The driver of the semi-truck was not injured. Uh, I don't know that problems are continuing today, but be aware that if you need to go to county clerk's office, not just Grayson Mm -hmm. County, but any county clerk's office today, they have been unable, some offices have been unable to process vehicle-related transactions due to system problems, according to the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet. So what you might want to do... I don't have any information that says those issues have been remedied, Mm -hmm. but just as a public service, I would say, don't be surprised if you run into problems and you might want to check ahead or call call ahead, or if it's not urgent, maybe wait wait until tomorrow or later in the week. Mm -hmm. And remember though, you can always renew at Mm drive.ky.gov. So that's the, we've kind of taken to using that process and it's become, it still gets processed at the local level. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, but they just get to the workflow when when they can get to it, mm-hmm. and so it's there's really no no difference. Um, I found it to be a real convenience, so you may as well. There is only one elected office in Kentucky that requires you to pass an exam mm-hmm. before running for office. Yep. Uh, Whitney's nodding her head, so she must have done her homework and read her show prep. <laughs> Maybe you knew this already. I, I did. You did know this. <laughs> yeah. Miss Buckles, do you know which office it is? Well, I can see your paper. Yeah. So. Okay. It's all right. See, you're always borrowing from a friend. Well, you're copying off a friend's I, paper. I don't read ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. So it's the PVA exam for mm-hmm. property value Amen. administrators require, commonly known as PVA. Mm-hmm. You uh, you have to pass an exam before you can run for office, and they offer that exam once every election cycle. Mm-hmm. So even if it's not something you plan to do in the next year or two years or the next election cycle it probably doesn't hurt you know mm-hmm. if you if you uh, if you have ambitions so they are doing that the only statewide PVA exam is scheduled for November 17th and it will be in Jtown so mm-hmm. it basically be in Louisville yeah you got to be 24 got to be a citizen of Kentucky mm-hmm. got to be a resident of the state for at least two years before the election it's just one of those weird facts that I knew I don't know how I know but well, I have a childhood friend that is actually a PVA. Mm-hmm. So, my mom is, she deals with a lot of PVA. So, I guess maybe that's how I. Maybe that's how yeah. you do. Kentucky will share in a $75 million settlement mm-hmm. from the Bristol Myers Squibb Company in a federal lawsuit that alleged the company overcharged state Medicaid programs for drugs. Attorney General Daniel Cameron says Kentucky will get. Um, million, and it will be returned to Kentucky's Medicaid program. I was going to ask you where that was going. Not a lot of money. I mean, I guess that's our fair share of $1.275 million divided by the number of states that participated. Also, there's uh, some research passing around today that you might want to look into about late August postal rate increases. This time last year, we were all worrying about whether Postal Service was qualified to be able to to participate in the election process Mm -hmm. and get that right. Um, For me, largely, Mm -hmm. they did their job. Yeah, they did their job. Um, What I needed them to do, them being the USPS, was I needed them to bring me my ballot. Mm -hmm. And then I saw to it that my ballot got back Back to to the ballot counters. Mm -hmm. I didn't rely upon... I didn't rely upon them to return it. I just needed them to get, because the returning of it is the most important part. Sure. 
But while they were trying to figure out, you know, they were they were downsizing, they were moving, they were changing. There was some funding changes, and that was the last year was the worst year to be rattling the cages of the Postal Service. Mm-hmm. Well, some of the rate increases have been delayed into August of this year, so up to 58 cents on first-class mail, mm-hmm. I think 7% increase kind of across the board. And, you know, I, I think that that serves as a incentive for businesses and organizations to digitize mm-hmm. as much correspondence as possible. So what's that left with? Then you're left with a government, a government propped up, a federally government subsidized or backed mm-hmm. courier service similar to Amazon or UPS or FedEx or name your name your courier companies that deliver things to us. And largely, you're seeing the poor folks at the USPS having to schlep dumb things around that are being shipped via, you know, their business model has been yes. off. Yes. And so now they're having to deliver reams of paper and they're not really equipped to do that. And mm-hmm. so I just wonder the long-term viability of the USPS, if first-class mail ceases to exist mm-hmm. because it's not economical to send it or people choose not to, mm-hmm. do we want a company, a government-sanctioned company, a, a governmental competitor for the folks in Brown or FedEx or – right. You see, I wonder mm-hmm. 20 years from now what, what the Postal like. Service yeah, will look like. I, I do, too, because I know – I mean, just speaking personally, I – as much as we send stuff through the mail, you know, through our through our work, you know, that's something we have to look at. You know, that, that, that change in price is definitely something that is, you know, going to make people stop and think. Now, like I said, it's gone up. It goes up all the time. I'm not saying that this is something big, but it is – you start to wonder, okay, how much more can you rely on? Just yeah. in my professional career, though, they've boiled the frog. How do you boil a frog? Mm-hmm. You turn the heat up a little bit at a time, and the frog never knows it's being cooked. Mm-hmm. But if you went from 23, 25 cents a stamp mm-hmm. in early 1990, and now you're going to, before too long, it'll be at 60 cents a stamp. Mm-hmm. If you make that jump at one time, there's a big shock. Yeah. Uh, but So I, I, I don't know. But I, it will be... The U.S. Postal Service, I mean, has been around a long time. I mean, even go back to the Pony Express. and like. Mm -hmm. So I'm just wondering long term. Or maybe it'll find a different. Maybe. Maybe it'll find a different. Maybe. But I'll tell you, you know, they're they're working seven days a week now in some places. There's nothing against the The, Postal Service locally. And the things I have to see them deliver, I think they're not even equipped to do this. UPS drivers have dollies and Mm -hmm. they have, you know, they have they have freight trucks that they Mm -hmm. can, you know, uh, uh, they're equipped to do the things that they're carrying. Our postal carriers are not. And it kind of makes me mad when I see them being asked to do it. Well, I actually I've had several things that, you know, you get on you order on Amazon and normally, you know, there's different people that send it, but our local USPS at home, they finally just start calling you and saying, Hey, it's here, come get it. Yeah, and that's <laughs> we don't have time to deliver it to you. Too. I see our poor carrier <laughs> yeah. here. She comes in the building and I think somebody go yeah. help her. She yes. she shouldn't be having to carry Oh absolutely. That it's nothing against them. It's hard enough. I I know. It's just it's a struggle. And so. Cougar Sports Grayson County football team opened the seven on seven season last night at Rainey Logan County High School. After losing in the first game to Todd County Central 24-12, uh, to 12, 
Cougars bounce back to tie their next three games against Logan, Allen County, Scottsville, and Butler County. The Cougars will uh, compete in their next seven-on-seven tomorrow evening at Meade County. It will be football season before you know, as evidenced by seven-on-seven. So we got to get to a break. We'll come back. We're going to talk about Market Day coming up here on In the Know. This segment of In the Know is brought to you by our friends at Plasticon. They need your help for second and third shift. And you could make up to $16 an hour with your attendance bonus. $500 sign-on. So if you're motivated, you want to be rewarded, you want to participate in weekly incentive special perks that will help you uh, get the job done, call 270-259-2400 or apply in person on Commerce Drive. That's our friends at Plasticon. They're the ones that have the food trucks. We need a food truck. Like right after the show, there should be a food truck right outside the studio. <laughs> I went to the Twin Lakes Ice Creamery uh, last night. They had one in Hardensburg. Their food truck was in there. So oh, yeah? we went and took the kids to get ice cream. Today is Bastille Day. It is also uh, Nude Day today. We we forgot to participate and celebrate that. I don't believe I'll be participating in sure that. Our audience is happy that we did. <laughs> yeah. And it is Mac and Cheese Day today. Yeah, so I you can could prob- you could probably yeah, celebrate too. Mac and Cheese Day if you uh if you like. Uh when I mention Bastille Day, that means every Frenchman in the Tour de France will be trying to win the Tour de France stage today cuz all Frenchmen want to win uh bicycle race on Bastille Day. Mm-hmm. Uh Fresh Market Day. Yeah. I saw this come out of your office yesterday, Whitney. I think it was your office, right? Did Susan send this mm-hmm. over? She sure did. On uh, the Extension Office is going to host their first ever, uh, I called it Market Day, but more importantly, it's Fresh Market mm-hmm. Day. And it's this Saturday. Yep. At, as part of the farmer's market, wh- what is it? What's it mean? So it's basically a customer appreciation day uh, that we're doing in uh, the extension office and the farmer's market are going together to do it. And we are going to have, uh, there's going to be several booths from the extension service set up along with our farmer's market vendors. And so we will have, uh, I think Kendra is going to have a youth set up where they can come in, they can do art vegetable and fruit art uh and then we'll have giveaways and recipes and just you know going to be around to to chat with people and hope people come show up well the convenience of the location is also wonderful mm-hmm. and you all have all that amazing parking yeah that plus you know you can have your vendors and you can mm-hmm. have your setup and you can have your activities but also uh plenty of parking mm-hmm. in a really convenient location so i guess the, a lot of the farmers market from a produce standpoint is really mm-hmm. coming into prime it is right it now. is that's and then our we're doing it this week and then we'll have another one in august because the first week of august is actually national farmers market week but we're celebrating a little early because produce is finally in season yeah things have been a little bit i know you've said over the last couple mm-hmm. of months you know produce has been a little bit slow but it's finally it is it is it was busy up. this morning yeah yeah, yeah. And, and even at uh, buckles farms mm-hmm. we've only managed <laughs> one hibiscus bloom oh well, oh, well, we have some green tomatoes. Yeah, I know we have green tomatoes, okay. but that's yeah. not my... I'm not responsible for the green tomatoes. <laughs> You're responsible for the flowers. I'm on hibiscus duty. <laughs> we do have a local... There is a local gal that is 
setting up from time to time when she has her she's got flowers that she's selling and so okay. you know we're trying to get a variety of stuff out there so we think there's gonna be several out there this weekend you mentioned the kids activities yeah. what what did you say Kendra was planning she's got a Eric Carl has this book called the tiny seed and so she's got a little walk around um, similar to what the library did where you drive around and read the story she's got that and then kids can um, She's got coloring sheets and little activity sheets for the kids to do while they're there and their parents are, you know, selling produce. But not jarts. They're buying produce. Not jarts. No. You all know, uh, know what? Or lawn darts. Yeah. You know no, those. we're not doing that. <laughs> is it, um, which, is it grown-ups? Yes. Where they do the. Yes, where they, where they throw, they where shoot they the arrow throw it in the uh-huh. air. <laughs> the arrow. Oh, it's, yeah. but I, those jarts, those lawn darts games. Mm-hmm. Whoever invented that needs to have their head examined. That was, that was nothing but an injury waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. A lot of those things were back when, you know, I was a kid, you all were kids, that we could have gotten in a lot of trouble with. I mean, now we throw, we basically, we throw bags of corn at people, mm-hmm. you know, in their general direction at <laughs> yeah. cornhole. Which I didn't realize that that cornhole side note that has lots of different names depending on where you're from. Yeah, I've, um, yeah. The cornhole is what I call I know it. people that refuse to call it that name, the cornhole. Yeah. Name. No, that's what it should be called. Um, but can we can we agree that lawn darts have no place? That, no. They should ne- they not be part of children's activities anywhere. No. We don't no. have those there. A new study says the five most dangerous backyard activities for kids. I would put lawn darts at the top of the list, <laughs> but they're not actually in the top five. But number one is trampolines. Yes, and uh, yes. Mm. Trampolines, we, we have a tendency to overplay our trampoline hand. If you use the trampoline properly mm-hmm. and you can't get carried away, then the trampoline is fine. Mm-hmm. But what happens is we want to be extra with the trampoline. We want to jump <laughs> yeah. off the house onto the trampoline. It's just much like... Exploration or scientific discovery Mm -hmm. of any kind. If I can jump this high, I want to jump just a little little bit higher. Mm -hmm. How do I do that? Well, I need to land Mm -hmm. harder, which Mm -hmm. means I will be so. The like put dishwashing liquid on there. Oh yeah, I've not done that, but our kids like to wrestle. That's their wrestling ring. I see. Do you all have the fence, the cage around yours? Yeah, and I will say as. I can remember some injuries from some friends of mine. Speaking of the wrestling, they used a trampoline when I was a kid. Okay, when I was a kid in neighborhoods, the hood, you know, they all would we'd all gather somewhere, and that's what they did. <laughs> it was bad. Mm, sure. <laughs> uh, number two, monkey bars. Yeah. This playground favorite comes in at number two with two thousand eight hundred and four emergency room visits per year. Yeah. Broken uh, arms. Yeah, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Not only that, I mean, you get broken arms multiple ways, falling from them or mm-hmm. just not doing it properly or getting overextended. Mm-hmm. Number three, open porches and balconies. It's not a playground fixture, but it lands at the number three spot with just under 2,800 emergency room visits per year. Slides are at number four. Mm-hmm. 1,600 ER visits year a year per uh, thanks to slides. And at number five, swing sets. 1,469. Just go a little higher. (laughs) 
I always thought when I was a kid. You'd get around you it. You could go around. <laughs> you could go all the way around if you tried hard enough. You uh-huh. just needed that. If you just pushed me a little bit harder. Listen, I love the swing set. Don't you get you? all the yeah. way, all the I way around. The but I also remember the, the swing sets at school and the swing sets in the backyard different. Mm-hmm. You know, you could get oh, the yeah. one at home rocking. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it would <laughs> like walk back and forth with like, you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Need to be a little bit careful. Popeyes is launching new chicken nuggets. If you've decided you don't want the whole Popeyes chicken sandwich, they'll bust it up for you. They are uh, expanding their food choices. Chicken nuggets are always a good idea. And Popeyes, known for their juicy and crispy chicken tenders, but now they are set to launch chicken nuggets for the first time ever. Mm. Another chicken nugget. Just a smaller version of their chicken strips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've it looks had like ch- a lot more breading to me. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They have that real crunchy, you know, kind yeah. of mm-hmm. breading on theirs. A Burger King is making attention uh, in <laughs> Lincoln, Nebraska. The workers all quit, so they put on the marquee, we all quit. Sorry for the inconvenience, which I thought was funny. Sorry for the inconvenience. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> saying, not saying. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, not saying. Uh, but as it turns out, the owner of this Burger King uh, wouldn't do some of the repairs to the building that needed to mm-hmm. be done. And so they got, you know, the, the temperatures in the building where yeah, they got frustrated and mm-hmm. said, and listen, it it is clear there's a restaurant across the street. That would be begging for those people to come work for them. Sure, yeah. So you've got to be, there's a real balance these days on. We all quit. It's a job seekers market. Yeah, we all quit. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. And uh, this one's going to get the attention of Miss Buckles over there. Uh Firefighters in Florida conducted an unusual rescue on Monday when a worker in a boom lift truck, a Mm -hmm. cherry picker. Yeah was stranded 70 to 80 feet in the air while inside the truck's bucket. So these long booms, these people that operate on these long booms, the boom got stuck 70 to 80 feet in the air. I respect the people that can do that, but Mm -hmm. I would lose it. Well, we talked about that on an earlier show about how heights, the older I get, Mm. I can fly, but don't stick me up on something Mm -hmm. that's solid that's high up. I can be on one of those if it's 30, 40 feet. Probably Mm -hmm. doesn't matter too much. But we start getting 70 to 80 feet off the ground, and you know there's sway (laughs) from those long booms you get. And then next thing you know, here comes the fire department getting (laughs) raised. (laughs) You know, imagine being stuck up on this thing, and then all of a sudden firefighters are eye to eye saying, here, hop over here on this uh, rescue basket. And we'll get you out of here. I guess it would be an unsettling day. If that happened to you, would you go back to work the next day or would you need a couple days off? I would need a couple days off, I would say. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. We got to get to a break when we come back. The water cooler question. It'll be your chance to win coming up here on In the Know. Did you know Lego has an underground vault containing every set ever made? No, I didn't. Yeah. That's like that place in Europe that has all the seeds to all the plants. Uh 
that are stored away in case anything ever happens. They can repopulate. Mm -hmm. But imagine being able to go into a vault and see every Lego set ever made. It's crazy. I know a young lady who'd like to do that. I do, too. And I know a man that would love to take her and do that. I know a soon-to-be 50-year-old who would also (laughs) probably (laughs) like to do that. But to be clear... Un- until Alea, I did not like Legos. Mm-hmm. So I, I am coming to Legos late in life. I have a cut, or my husband has a cousin that lives in Lexington, and he grew up. He's eighteen now, but they had Legos growing up. And I'm telling, he's got two fifty-five gallon, uh, <laughs> you know, trash cans yeah. full of Legos. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Wow. Here's today's water cooler question. Your chance to win. Call two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Going to give you your choice of prizes today: uh, Holiday World, Beach Bend, or Kentucky Kingdom. The choice is yours. Whatever's most convenient. And then uh, I think we got some National Corvette Museum Motorsports Park uh, go karting tickets for you as well. So you got the go karting experience, and then a trip to one of the theme parks. It's up to you. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Here's the question: Forty seven percent of parents admit they catch themselves saying this phrase. That their parents used to say to them. 47% of parents admit they catch themselves saying this phrase that their parents used to say to them. What is it? 270 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. 47% of parents admit they catch themselves saying this phrase that their parents used to say to them. I could come up with 40 of these. Yeah. I just keep writing. So just figuring out the one that 47% of people say. Yeah. (laughs) The new Emmy nominations are out. Oh, yeah. We did not, uh, (laughs) we did not, we did not get an Emmy nomination. I mean, we, we should be able to, if the, if Netflix and the streamers can, I don't know why we can't. Sure. I was surprised that Jay, um, Pedro Pascal, The Mandalorian, did not get nominated. Really? I think that's a snub. I was a little surprised that this many years later, the cast of Hamilton, which I love, mm-hmm. but they're getting they're still getting an Emmy nomination for a performance they did years ago that was just finally packaged and delivered via Disney Plus. So uh-huh. it's kind of like Kyle Busch racing the Xfinity series, mm-hmm. you know, like playing minor league. It's like eventually, of course, you're going to win. Yeah, you know, you're good. Go go play with people that you know it was competitive. Size, yeah. It sounds like Hamilton has an unfair ad- advantage, and then Conan O'Brien. He's out. He's yeah, done. but he got an yeah. Emmy nomination for his final. It's more like a consolation prize. You're going away, so here's an Emmy nomination for <laughs> you. Uh, Ted Lasso, the show I've been telling you about on Apple Plus, starring Jason Sudeikis, the most. Uh, the most nominated, Emmy-nominated freshman show ever. Really? So in their first season, Ted Lasso got more Emmy nominations than any other show. I like I like wow. Sudeikis. I love good. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. And Ted Lasso is very good. I know you all... He's in a movie, too, that's on... Yeah, I saw that. He's on GQ this month, too, yeah. uh, on the August issue. Uh, Whitney, pick a number between one and six. Uh, four. All right. Christy gets the first shot. Good morning, Christy. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. I'm doing. Um, we're glad that you called. I have a question for you. Forty-seven percent of parents admit they catch themselves saying this phrase that their parents used to say to them. What is it? 
Because I said so. Oh, because I said so. <laughs> Christy, I think that's higher than 47%. Probably so. Yeah, I think that's 97%. <laughs> Unfortunately, so keep trying. Go yeah. to the next one on that your list when you, when you call back. Uh, Shannon, what's your guess? Don't eat that. You'll spoil your dinner. You'll spoil your dinner is exactly I, right. I said you, I, mine was you'll sit here until you finish your supper. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'll, you'll spoil your dinner. Right. Yeah. And to be clear and full disclosure, never had a dinner spoiled. I don't, I don't care what time I snack. Dinner never been spoiled in my life. Hang on, Shannon. We're going to get some information from you. Princess Tiana is going to pick up. Congratulations to you. All right. Congratulations. Have you all ever had your dinner spoiled? Is that, is that a thing? No. no. I don't think so. Either. Congratulations to Shannon. She wins tickets today. There's the water cooler question. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. We'll finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. What's the word people mispronounce most that aggravates you most? Oh. Is the one that comes to mind immediately that people people often pronounce it incorrectly and it grates on your nerves? What's yours? This should be so easy for me. I have several, so it's hard for me to narrow it down, but... Uh, Specifically and specifically gets to <laughs> okay, me. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Library. Oh, oh library. Yes. Library is one of those. Mm-hmm. I need a. F- I need to be like a football official with a yellow flag in my pocket <laughs> when it. someone does it. Well, what about mine? Is I think of like human, human. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, people don't. Okay. You know, yeah. there's there's a few different ways you can pronounce it, and some of them are not. A lot of them are lazy. Yes. Probably instead of probably. Yes. Okay, come on. Uh, sometimes people don't understand the difference between that espresso is not espresso. Mm-hmm. Can I get an espresso? You can espresso on out of here. <laughs> you can you can vamoose in an espresso fashion if you'd like. Uh, especially instead of especially. Mm-hmm. Arctic instead of Arctic. Mm. is a popular one nuclear instead of nuclear yeah that's a big one we had yeah, a president 10 years that, ago that yeah, would have been we had a president <laughs> that didn't know the difference in that one uh et cetera and et cetera yes uh, yeah et cetera. accessory instead of people say accessory mm-hmm. accessories no mm-hmm. it's accessory my friends uh fuss at me because I say, they think I say herbicide instead of herbicide. That's a big thing with, that my ag friends, and I say herbicide, but I guess they think I say herbicide. Well, I mean, you know, <clears throat> 11 herbs and herbs and spices. Yeah, that's what they were telling me. Like, herbicide is a, a you know, a, something you put on weeds. Uh-huh. Herbis, herbs are herbs in the garden. <laughs> so. By the way, it reminds me, speaking of herbs and herbs, mm-hmm. uh, still <laughs> tip of the cap to KFC on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> only friends with guys named Herb. <clears throat> Eleven guys named yes. Herb is who they're friends with. Yes. And then they got some spices. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. well done. Yes. Bravo to you. <laughs> On television tonight, I don't know where my television schedule went to. Uh, Big Brother. Mm, I yeah. guess most importantly, 
You okay with Big Brother tonight, the way it's lining up? Oh, Frenchie, he's got a, he had a real dilemma. Frenchie had to renege <laughs> on some promises. Uh-oh. I don't watch it. I just, I watch it when they go on to the MTV, Listen, the MTV I, uh, challenges. I've only watched it two times, and now I'm like an expert. <laughs> oh, Frenchie. Yeah. Frenchie really overplayed his hand now. I've seen two episodes. Yeah. Shoot. Say it, Miss Buckles. Well, you got so I'm I'm not accustomed to watching Big Brother with him. Oh, so it's totally different. Asks so, a lot of questions, I guess. No, not necessarily. Okay, but I talk to myself when I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, you shouldn't have done that, or oh, that was not the right choice, or. <laughs> Is this your way of saying I'm ruining Big Brother? <laughs> no, but I'm trying to adjust to, okay. us, to us watching it together. See, my husband will get mad at me because I ask a lot of questions, especially if I come into something late. He's like, you just need to watch it yourself. No, he doesn't do it. But I'm not happy with Big Brother right now, and I do not like Frenchie. So. Uh-oh. Well, Frenchie will probably be short-lived, so don't, well, don't worry about it, I don't you, guess. You'll be surprised. Okay. Do you know something I don't? No. Have you read ahead? No. But I've watched it long enough. enough Oh, I see. Okay. It's one of those that he'll probably play out for a couple more weeks. Got it. Okay. Uh, I don't have a favorite yet, so it really doesn't matter to me, and I'm kind of a newbie. But, yeah, I was talking about it. Well, Frenchie's got a real conundrum. Yeah, I've seen – I've watched it a total of three hours. More than I've watched. But get back with me tomorrow. I might might have new knowledge. (laughs) I don't don't know. It's – I mean, between that, reruns of Tombstone and the Tour de France each day, there's really not much for me to watch. Listen, if it's not sports or, you know, reruns of movies, I haven't seen it lately. I've just not been home to do it. This day, uh, 1798, Congress passed the Sedition Act. In 1881, Billy the Kid was shot and killed by Sheriff Pat Garrett in present-day New Mexico. Um, birthdays today. Former football player and actor Rosie Greer is 89. Jane Lynch is 61. Jane Lynch scares me. Like I, I would hate to get into a fight with Jane Lynch. Mm-hmm. She would definitely whip me. Mm-hmm. Actor Phoebe Waller-Bridge is 36 today. Most people would whip me, so it's not... I mean, Jane Lynch shouldn't feel special. Gone but not forgotten. Former Kentucky governor, former baseball executive, Happy Chandler was born this date in 1898. If you never heard Happy Chandler sing my old Kentucky home on senior day in Rupp Arena, that, you haven't yeah, lived. You, yep. It'd bring a tear to a glass eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woody Guthrie, born in 1912. Gerald Ford, born in 1913. John Chancellor, the newsman, born in 1927. Chart toppers. That's the only reason Whitney came was for the chart toppers. I know. <laughs> Don't disappoint me. Machine. Let's see if you like this song or not. 1958 was the year. Did I mention 1958? Mm-hmm. I think it's a song that uh, Kyle Carmen would say describes you perfectly. Uh-oh. Hard-headed woman. Yeah. Elvis, number one in 58. I am a hard-headed. <laughs> he would agree. Does that make him soft-hearted? If you're hard-headed, he can be soft-hearted. soft-hearted? I, yeah, he's a soft-hearted. He's a he's a. Look at you taking the high softie. road, being so nice. Well, I do have to live with him. Nineteen sixty-seven. You're year. just too good to be true. Frankie Valley. 
If you've ever seen the Jersey Boys, you know the significance of this song. And once you've seen Jersey Boys, I always view this song differently than I did before. Because it's a great song, but the reasons that he had to do it are sort of, sort of ominous. And so it kind of skews it for me. If you don't know what I'm talking about, watch Jersey Boys. Let's go to 19... 19- 76. I've heard this song my entire life. Me too. But it went to a completely <laughs> new level after Anchorman. Yes, it did. You know, Ron Burgundy and his bunch took this song into the stratosphere. That makes me want to go watch that movie, actually. <laughs> yeah. Great movie. Stay classy, San Diego. Stay classy, Litchfield. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Rubbing sticks and stones together. Oh, come on. Uh, Prince number one in 85. Raspberry Beret. Oh, throwing the remix at you. Love it. There aren't a lot of Prince videos on YouTube, so they're yeah. kind of harder to find. My kids like that song, too. It will probably get shut down for playing it. Who knows? Yeah. And then uh, this, this turn of this phrase... Oh, made me laugh. 2003, Toby Keith and Willie Nelson. Beer for my horses. We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces, singing whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. So the reason I pulled it today was because, Whitney, as the ag agent, uh-huh. uh, is beer recommended fair for horses or you stay away? So. I don't believe so. It would give them some energy maybe, but. And some make them wobbly. But. Would it? No, I think it would make them wobbly, but mm-hmm. would it give them energy? I, I don't know. No, they're made out. It's made out of barley. It's Not something too, they eat. They <laughs> eat barley and oats anyway, yep, and probably sure hops do. too. I don't know. And then 2012, Carly Rae Jepsen, number one. Call me maybe. That's a hard segue from beer for my horses. <laughs> sure call is. me maybe. But I pulled it off very eloquently. I think. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Whitney, thank you for coming in. Glad don't to be here. get uh, fresh. Fresh market, fresh market day. day on fresh Saturday. market day on Saturday yep. at uh, on uh, Quarry Road there at the new yeah. extension office. Come see us. It's going to be good. No lawn darts, though. No. There will be no, no lawn dart darts. activities. Mm-hmm. Just uh, good, wholesome, healthy, safe things. That's right. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Perseverance is the hard work you do after you get tired of doing the hard work you already did. Perseverance is the hard work you do after you get tired of doing the hard work you already did. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Whitney Carmen, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.